0: Ladies and gentlemen, episode six of Wrestling Inc. presents The Plug. I'm always joined with my good buddy Kyle. How the hell are
1: you today, Kyle? Six episodes. What a wild ride it's, it's been.
0: Two, two hands. We can count them on two hands, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Feels like just yesterday we were two kids
1: <laughs> with, a,
0: with a dream and... A internet connection
1: yes yeah, so the boyhood dream coming true <laughs> to
0: be <laughs> podcasters
1: yes yes i just uh i bring that weekly up. I, I just watched uh bret hart Shawn michaels um they added a lot of really great bret hart um matches and 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 uh, Hart Foundation matches in general recently, so I was watching that 60 minute Ironman match uh, with Sean and and Brett and and uh, Sean realizing his boyhood dream. So I figured I'd throw that out there.
0: So you're like the Sean Michaels, and I'm the Bret
1: Hart of this. You know, I think that that's a pretty fair. It's not, it's not bad. It's that's not bad. yeah. That's 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 pretty fair.
0: You've got uh, all the style, the charisma. And I'm just like, hey, guys, buy the book, by the book, baby,
1: <laughs>
0: by the book. Well, what? I don't even know where to begin. What a week of professional wrestling. And we're recording this on a Friday. So we've even got more to discuss than we would have if we went with our normal Thursday time slot. I'm going to start somewhere today we'll touch on all of that. i mean there's a lot to get into but i wanted to start here. i wanted to talk a little bit about thunderdome yeah so yeah. we as wrestling fans can't be made happy ever so all we did was complain that the pc was boring and there's no fans and it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing blah 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 so what does the wwe do They do the best they can with what they have, and they create some type of stadium atmosphere, the Thunderdome. They debuted it last week. They've been running it ever since. I personally think it is an awesome look. I think it looks great. I'm calling out the so-called wrestling fans that have been trolling the boards. Mm. Why can't we have nice things, people? Yes. Why do we have to put up Pictures of KKK members And Chris Benoit And I believe there was some ISIS stuff Up there among some other things Why do you have to take A good thing that they're doing Pretty much for free They're letting you do it for free And then they are Paying for all the other stuff And it's probably costing them millions of dollars To put on this production Just to crap all
1: over it not only to to rent out the Amway Center for their home for at the very least a couple months, as we discussed last week. At a
0: half a million dollars a month.
1: That is... Uh, that's not... I mean, I know that WWE is, is essentially Disney, but that's not, by any stretch of the imagination, cheap, even for a company like the WWE. And... Uh, I mean, this is, it's awful. It's, it's, uh, I don't know why people want to go out just to ruin things. It's not funny. It's not cute. I get that there's going to be some cleverness to it. Um, you know, I, 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 like the idea that people might get clever with it, but, uh, you know, I would say Crispin, that's a, that's a terrible thing. You know, Crispin Wall, of course, I would say that's, that's fairly close It is over the edge, but it's at least close to the right side of the edge. Um, But but at this, you know, at this point of 2020 to be putting up uh, KKK pictures and, and things of that nature is just is it's disgusting. And this is why when people say, why don't they listen to the fans? It's because they probably have this kind of thing in mind that they know that. Not all of their fans are going to be great people, and this is the kind of thing that can happen, and it can ruin a pretty cool thing. I mean, that's a spectacle to see. If you were to, you know, look at WrestleMania 1 and just imagine being in the crowd or watching WrestleMania 1 and then somehow getting in a time machine and getting to watch an episode of, of SmackDown and you get to see this, you would think it was a thousand years from now. I mean, it's very futuristic and they've taken over that whole facility and it looks, it looks amazing. I mean, it looks like WWE just built an arena for themselves.
0: They're doing something cool Uh, and it's got kinks that it needs worked out on like the, where they're where they drop the sound in and all that stuff. But aesthetically it looks so much cooler in the PC and it gives me a more big match feel vibe, but if you're going to be some dumbass that's going to put up a picture of the guy that just tried to kidnap Sonia Deville, like no, you're an no. asshole, no. and you're ruining no. it for everyone. Yeah, that's not absolutely. necessary. That's not needed. We we have to be better as wrestling fans. And when I started this wrestling plug Inc. Facebook page as a as an escape to like put out my thoughts on wrestling. I make it a personal point to keep it as family friendly as possible. I try not to go to the rated R, you know, thirst posts that you see on a regular basis on Facebook, because I just think there's no place for that in wrestling. And I don't, I don't find those jokes to be funny. I mean, you see them every day. And so when I'm watching, And granted, you know, I have kids, he's Slater style, but they're not going to catch those things, but I am. Yeah. And then it makes me go, oh no, maybe I shouldn't have them watch this because what if some idiot decides to put porn up on the screen? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, it's a, it's a bad look and I don't know how they fixed it. I don't know how they correct it. I wanted to start off with the negative so we get it out of the way. (laughs) So don't spend Spend oh, the next hour know. or so just complaining because I well, think the Thunderdome is awesome.
1: It's so great, and and on on a final note of that, there's there aren't many. Maybe the NBA is still, you can still find a little bit of this, but as far as fan interaction goes with with live events, it's becoming more and more. Separated from the the performers of whatever media outlet you're watching or whatever whatever uh, style of performance, whether it's sports or or something on a stage or in our case pro wrestling, something like this, like that psycho with Sonia Deville, this is just going to push the performers farther and farther away from us. Mm-hmm. And Good reason i mean i mean it's it's going to take just a few people that are going to ruin a very very special thing and guess what it's just going to make the shitty fans that i continue to talk about every week it's going to make them more angry and more upset and why is wwe doing this that and the other thing that makes this product product lame or whatever they want to say that week it's because of stuff like this so Oh, Uh,
0: absolutely! And just to put a bow on that, I mean, it hurts. Just it hurts the fans, the true fans, or the even the kids. You know, it makes it harder for even the kids who you're trying to, you know, become fans when you're younger. That's how we started as fans, as kids. You know, and they're not going to get to go to these meet and greets without having to spend thousands of dollars or go through screening processes. It's just, it's a bad look for what was a cool thing on a very cool weekend that almost honestly overshadowed a lot of awesome wrestling this weekend.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Boy, did we have some fun matches with SummerSlam, TakeOver. I will say this. We made our TakeOver predictions, and I got every one of them right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes you did. But then on SummerSlam I got like 3 right. It's almost like I have no idea what main <laughs> roster booking is, but NXT I'm like I know exactly what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, and and if I mean I guess let's just dive right into to takeover. Uh oh, so I'm the the power of positivity here. Um this might have been my least favorite takeover. Um And it wasn't bad by any stretch.
0: It's just the bar is so high for takeovers. Yeah, that if like, and they've had a few that haven't been so great. The last couple, I think, in your house, people were saying the same thing.
1: Like, uh, it wasn't the greatest takeover,
0: but at the same time, you know.
1: Yeah, but it's 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 incredible. We we have thirty takeovers, and. It it'll it only takes uh, a couple of fingers on one hand to name not so great uh, takeovers where or at least not walking away and saying that was the best pay per view of the year uh, again and again and again which we would normally do with takeover that's just what you have come to expect. Um, I
0: I will say that this weekend I watched both live and. I was more invested in SummerSlam, which it's usually the opposite. I'm usually on the edge of my seat during a full takeover. I agree. I agree. But I found myself kind of like drifting in and out of excitement for this takeover. I mean, there were some highlights. I mean, your boy McAfee, contrary I to how it, I thought it was going to go,
1: I stand I, I, corrected. I, I'll go as far say that was the match of the night. If not the the uh, NXT Women's Championship match, I believe those two were the match were the matches of the night. But I I really think that Pat and Adam Cole stole the show.
0: Oh yeah, McAfee turned some heads, man. He was doing like the Shelton Benjamin spot where he would jump up to the top rope and then do Did like it? a was that like a whatever they call Hurricane Rana? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. McAfee. He took this – I thought this dude was one of those guys that was going to walk in and just be like, this is kind of cool. I could put this on, like, my Twitter bio, you know, podcast yeah. host. I wrestled once at NXT. Yeah. No, man, he must – he'd been working hard in the gym, and he put in some moves, and him and Cole, whatever they did before the match in terms of talking it out and rehearsing it. I mean, Cole did carry quite a bit of it, as you'd expect. Yes. But, I mean, McAfee put in some spots. It made me think, like – when you're watching that WWE, if you've seen the WWE 24 where they're talking about WrestleMania where Gronk had to do that two foot drop. Right. And, yeah. and he was and, kind of and, afraid to do it. So, yep. seven year old Vince McMahon came up and like. <laughs> so, basically, I've decided Gronk's kind of a little bitch and McAfee is the man. <laughs> I, McAfee was like doing flips off the top rope and just diving onto people. He's going nuts.
1: And this just will go to show you that. People who wear that horseshoe, that blue horseshoe, will always be better men than people who wear red and dark blue and silver. <laughs> that's that is that's a mantra of my life. That's, that is just, it goes to show you the cults, and anybody who's been a cult is better than the Patriots. And anybody be- who
0: better but they don't have the rings
1: <laughs> like he, Heath, Heath Slater
0: may be better than John Cena but he just doesn't have the championships that's
1: uh, that okay that's uh, not <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair comparison to jump there but I see <laughs> your point
0: <laughs> where I'm sitting that sounds like a spot on accurate comparison and I'd make it again and again
1: <laughs> I mean uh, I there's I don't think you can say enough about that, about the the match was super entertaining and there weren't many, I mean, again, less than five moments where, where McAfee was a little green or, or where you're like, ah, he might be blown up here. He's, he's out of breath. There was, there was once or twice. I, I wonder how much of that was excitement. Um, we all know if, if you know anything about wrestling behind the scenes, as far as ring conditioning um, wrestlers, man, when it comes to just not uh, wearing yourself out and getting out of breath is, is one of their biggest skills. And that's that. I don't, I think that that kind of falls by the wayside because we don't really notice it. Uh, but all around Pat did great. I mean, we were seeing a lot of flips um, he sold moves Really really well I think there were a couple times where I caught him smiling But again that dude was just a, I mean a kid, kid, kid in a candy yeah. store
0: Yeah dude he I, I probably would do the same thing if I was there I couldn't stop smiling either Hell
1: yes, Hell dude, yes. He,
0: I'd be so happy it. The only yeah. thing I would say that Pat needed to do And I'll give him a pass Because it was his first match And I think that they were trying to play it up He needs new gear dude That gear is bad
1: Yeah, yeah. It's rough. It's kind of your... And it's funny, I'd like to... If we could just line up pictures of pro athletes or or people similar who come into wrestle matches, they almost always wear the same outfit like this. And I don't know if it's because they're not... You know, maybe it's a brand issue, like... Can could Pat go back to his buddies if he was wearing um, your typical uh, wrestling speedo or or um, Dolph Ziggler pink tights? Um, could go awesome. back was you know could he go back to his buddies and <clears throat> and have them take him as seriously as I hope they do right now? But but you're right. Oh. I wish. Wish the ring gear was a little bit different. Um, I'm
0: calling it now, Kyle. If I ever, ever get the opportunity to wrestle in a WWE ring, I will wear the speedo, <laughs> the, 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 Val, the Val Venus
1: purple trunks yeah. with the V. You're you're pulling it off.
0: Yeah. For those opinion. that don't know, I am a big man. <laughs> so you we're, were talking that. we're talking not as not as uh, toned as Otis
1: Big. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, I really – you would – that John Con bomb off the top rope. That's would what i cool
0: I think with the McAfee gear, I think what they do is they make it seem like these guys came to wrestle and they're athletic, but they're not wrestlers. So yeah. we don't want them to look like the wrestlers. But I feel like with, if they're going to continue down the road with McAfee, which I think they should, I hope they give him some more stuff to do in the yeah. ring. Give him some good look. Give him something cool, some good gear. The bulky knee pads with like the shorts and the—I don't know. I was just like, you look like Shorty G out there, bro.
1: A little bit, a little bit, and uh, you know. But nobody's think...
0: nobody's talking about Shorty G's got great ring gear, so that's not a good comparison for. Him. That's true.
1: That is true. But I mean, it's it's uh, you know, I think you you would call McAfee an attraction. Um, I yeah. think you put him out there at a takeover. I think probably takeovers I don't see him uh I mean maybe maybe he has a Wrestlemania spot um but I think takeovers make most sense that he can drop in here and there but it kind of also has to be these light-hearted kind of jokey um situations uh, that he was in there with Adam Cole um yeah Adam Cole you know just a great showing again I, it almost seemed like That may have been a slight to to kind of make Adam Cole a baby face. I could be wrong, um, but it almost seems like a bit of a bit of a turn here.
0: It's possible. It's possible. And I I'm didn't, interested. I didn't get, I just got, what I got, my vibe was more, I saw two dudes that just were pissed at each other and just were kind of going at it. And McAfee definitely was playing up the heel side of things. Yes. I do think Adam Cole's versatile enough to uh, play face or heel in any situation. I kind of like the idea of him in the Undisputed Era just being like that NWO like work heels, but we're cool as hell.
1: Yes, and that's what they have been. It's just tough. And this kind, you know, I kind of feel like now, and I, I hope I'm wrong, but um, it doesn't seem like they're main roster bound anytime soon, and that's not a terrible thing. I mean, that's a big, a big, 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 vacant hole if Undisputed Era leaves NXT for the main roster. Um, but it's, it, it what do you now do with these four guys. I mean they've done everything three or four times over at this point. So I guess a a babyface run. I mean baby face maybe is a is a stretch, but that kind of anti hero baby why, face.
0: Why don't we talk about that here? Because I think this all will tie in with the rest of TakeOver. Yes. At the end yeah. there you had your man your man Keith Lee. Yep. Yeah. I called it, but I'm not happy about it. Losing to Karrion and Cross. It wasn't a great match. Cross dislocated his shoulder, which means Wednesday, this past Wednesday, he's he vacated the title and they're doing the 60-man, Iron Man, four fatal four-way match, which is including your boy Adam Cole. Yes. And if I'm correct, in these type of matches, there isn't any kind of disqualification, so maybe undisputed era gets back into that weaselly like all you got to beat all four of us.
1: That could I could see that, um, but it, I I think NXT is very self aware, and I'd be fine. I think nobody would be upset with with undisputed era having a run in, um, but I think they're very self aware and they they respect um moments uh adam cole has had several matches where he he told the boys to to stay back um and and this, this could be one of those moments because i truly believe i'm going to say it now i think we're here in august we have a few months left in the year and i think that this uh iron man match will be the best match of the year of all three brands i i believe i mean i don't know how if it's not if it's not it'll just be a bad match because i there's no way you have four of the best wrestlers on planet earth of the last decade in a match together for an hour and they all can go an hour no problem and not put on uh a clinic in an, an instant, instant classic. And that's, that's what I, and I hope I'm not setting the bar too high, but I think they, again, they're very aware of themselves and they know how high of a bar that they just set. I don't uh, think
0: you're setting the bar too high because they're also running this NXT on a Tuesday due to the NHL playoffs. So they'll yeah. have the night, they'll have the night to themselves. So if this is the night for NXT that you want to, swing that viewership so to speak it's tuesday night when you put up that graphic with the four competitors gargano Bowler, champa cole that's that's like mount rushmore vibes of nxt like you could make an argument for all four of those guys to be on that list on the mount rushmore because all of those dudes have been there the fans of NXT all love each one of them for what they bring to the table. Even if you even if you don't like one of those four, like I'm not the biggest Johnny Gargano guy, but I understand yeah. what he brings to the table. You know what I mean? And I know he's a hell of a competitor. And he puts his puts his body on the line for that brand. So they have a huge opportunity Tuesday to do something like just insane that we've never seen. And I I personally am going with Finn Balor because I feel like if he doesn't win this what is he doing down there
1: absolutely and that's I, my, man. as much as
0: I love Adam Cole but I think yeah. Cole got some other things he could do I think him and Damian Priest would be a fun North American championship feud if he wanted yeah, to do I just, that uh,
1: I just don't know it's tough without just and that yeah that's a very good good option um It's just tough to know what you do, not even just with with Undisputed Era as a group, but just you don't want to lose the superstar rocket ship that is Adam Cole. You don't want that to die out. So it's how do you continue to push that without hurting, like we just said, somebody like Finn Balor. Um, So that's that's a tough one, but I think it's, you know a lot of interesting things that could happen in this in this four-way i think there could maybe they maybe they you know they part of that match i think you'll definitely see diy kind of uh form a quick alliance which leaves um the bullet club alliance possibly right there i think yeah interesting
0: call that's a good call it's a weird time for nxt we talked about it a little bit last week they're in this Interesting transition phase, and now they're even more so in this transition phase because, like we just talked about, they had carrying Cross win the NXT title, which he deserved the rocket ship, in my opinion, and then he gets hurt. But they already made the decision to move Keith Lee to Monday night, which we'll talk about here in a second. I have a lot of thoughts on that one as well. I'm sure you do. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even... I'm already cringing thinking about it, but no, they're in this transitional period, right? So now they have to scrap the plans they had. They've got to come up with something, and I know that they had Velveteen Dream figured into a lot of these plans, and then he's only hurting himself. So they're scrambling to figure that out. Yeah, they're losing consistently to AEW on a weekly basis. It's not by much, but they're still losing it. But at the same time, they're pulling Keith Lee to Raw. They just took some of the other. You know NXT people and move them up to main roster, so they're in this flux, and I just don't know what they're gonna do to recapture this viewers. And like I said, I think Tuesday you're gonna we'll have a big night of like, all right, this is where we're going with this because I have a feeling whoever wins the championship, they're immediately gonna set up their first feud at the end of that show. You know, somebody's gonna come out, take them out. They have, to. They they have to. something. They got to keep me invested. They got to keep us invested. Yeah. because let's talk about it they put two titles on our boy keith lee they had him drop one which immediately diminished the value of that title in my opinion and then had him lose the other one in his first title defense only to put him on monday night raw and change his music shave his face <laughs> <laughs> Put him in those awkward gym shorts and that like skin tight body suit, and he was talking. I didn't like his promos delivery. He didn't sound like the intimidating. Like he looked like Randy Orton was going to kick his ass. Yeah, that's not what you do with Keith Lee. You have him come out badass, looking like a million bucks, and just oh man. Why they change the music, Kyle? That's the best one of the best songs in the game.
1: It is, and here's the issue with that um, Vince doesn't have the rights yet to that song. Um, I don't know how they had an NXT, but but as far as, as far, it's some
0: royalty, it's some royalty deal. But my thing is, why don't you just buy it outright? You've got a checkbook can't be worth that much to who wrote it
1: sure i don't i think i think there's a little bit of a timetable with that and i i am sure this is a this you know what this is this is this is michael jordan wearing number 45 just give it a minute i think it'll all settle down and keith lee will come back people are gonna throw a fit um and and keith lee will be wearing that number 23 again very soon i i the yeah the outfit choice was really strange obviously the music was uh, immediately throws you off and i mean it's it's not many people who can come in and deliver their own promos i feel like again there's there's a very uh this this mantra of like just follow this for a little bit until we can see that you can follow a script, and then and then riff off of that in your own voice. I but isn't
0: I can... that – let me stop you. Isn't that what NXT is for? <laughs> that's why he's there? Yeah, that's why they don't Vince debut doesn't... on Raw and SmackDown. They debut at NXT. I'm sure, going to yeah. argue that that's what NXT is for. I know they're considering it, quote, unquote, the third brand, but you're watching him – down in NXT do all this stuff and then you bring him up and have him do the opposite of what he was just doing. We were just getting like badass Keith Lee with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and he should have like a chip on his shoulder like I just lost my title, you know, last night or two nights ago at Takeover. I'm here. I want I want a piece of Randy Orton, you know what I'm saying? Not greetings and salutations, Randy.
1: Sure. Yeah. You know,
0: uh, they did the same thing with like the Viking Raiders when they brought them up and then they changed their name. They have this habit of having our, they always forget about our, the diehard fans like you and I, yeah, not everybody watches NXT and watches everything else, but we get invested in these people. We fall in love with these people. We are huge fans of these people and we support them. And then we see them make their debut on raw and we're all excited. And then it's opposite of what we've, Fell in love with. Could you imagine if they came up, you know, it was Adam Cole came up and they were like, Yeah, you're no longer Undisputed Era. You're just Adam Cole and you don't get to say Bay Bay anymore. We're going to change that to Undisputed Era music. Like, right.
1: I pissed. I, I, <laughs> I remember that Vince wasn't watching NXT. And I think it probably takes a little bit for everybody to bring Vince around. Or for, for Vince to come be like, okay, I see what you're doing here, uh, carry on. But you're right, There there, there is a record of, of – and Viking Raiders is probably the best example of that. Uh, and they,
0: I mean, Keith Lee was on the main roster already. He had that awesome Su- Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble moment, and that's the Keith Lee that even if you're a main roster watcher, you remember that. You're like, oh, Absolutely not, not. And I don't think they buried him. I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, they buried Keith Lee. No, he's in a he's in a program with Randy. F and Orton, probably yeah. one of the all time greatest wrestlers of all time. He's probably top 10 easy. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, that's awesome. And he's got a match with him at Payback. I think if you're the WWE, given what happened on Monday, I think you have to have Keith Lee win. I'd like to see Keith Lee win, and then there's a little wrinkle like, why well, just beat Orton, and Orton had a right. title shot with, you know, and then Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre. That would be a lot of fun. Or get a triple oh, that, threat, that, something. I think you yeah. got to establish that Keith Lee is the man, and he's above, like, coming in and just beating up Kalisto, Cal- you know, at first.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I, I still think, even with all of this, I mean, let's not forget, how he's he's still the next john cena in my opinion. I I I don't think there's anybody else who is even close to what cena could bring and I think Keith Lee is it. But let's not forget how john cena came into the WWE um, and I think it's still a better debut than that. But you're right, you know, NXT is supposed to be where where guys cut their teeth and they figure all that stuff out, but there's still it's still different you you still have to change again once you come to Monday night it's it's a very different show um, and again you're 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 you have the boss right there in front of you whereas before the boss never watched you probably before and it is weird um it is a good point that that we've seen Keith Lee on the main r- roster twice and and it, it is a very different look but I I hope that this is one of those situations where like oh we did not expect all of this backlash with Keith Lee. We better get things back in order very quickly. Um, I hope they listen to the fans here for this one big time.
0: I I, I have faith they'll work it out with with our man Keith Lee because it just it just didn't it didn't work. <laughs> I mean I like the angle. I thought it was cool. I thought perfect but the delivery of it, it was just botchy. And then he had just lost these titles that you just gave him. And you did all this work with him to build him up into this massive badass. And then you're just like, nope. <laughs> Vince, it's almost yeah, like yeah. Vince was like, Keith, you know, you're fat, right? But Keith, he's yeah. a badass. And he was like, let's try to hide that. But every, But everybody's, like I said, everybody's already seen him in the trunks. He looks good. It's whatever.
1: And again, I don't think Vince has seen Keith Lee do Spanish flies off of the top rope with Dominic Dijakovic or or uh, moon salts, or or all of the high flying stuff that he does as a big man. Uh, and he's he's just a tank. Um, but it's interesting because you have a guy like Otis. Uh, nothing. Oh, against Otis but they have embraced that that big jolly man
0: yeah but he's a he's a straight he's a straight comedy act which he
1: came yes. out tonight
0: back town with a lunch pail <laughs> he has a <the> money big <laughs> lunch pail and in like he he came out they did their thing they stood in the ring and he was eating lunch meat while like his opponents were coming out to the ring, yeah, I and <laughs> they, like, oh my pride, god,
1: pride, it like the moment that that came out, I saw that the WWE already has the lunch box for sale.
0: Hell yeah, I might, I might have to buy one and start packing my lunch, dude. That would be, that'd be something I would do. That that'd be something I'd buy. Speaking of Otis. We we'll, we'll backtrack a little bit back to SummerSlam. His girlfriend saved her job. Yeah, and I'm mad about that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's an interesting angle. I, I do wonder with what we talked about earlier if, if Sonia wanted a little break. Uh, I think kind of, you know, I think it was
0: it was needed. I think she needed it. I think it was also like not because fully she wanted it, but I think that it was needed for the court cases and the legal stuff. But I even think there's a way, without all that, what I would have wanted to see happen was Sonia beats Mandy, right? It wasn't yeah. a bad match. I would have wanted know. to see Sonya take out Mandy and then Otis, because they're not doing anything with that briefcase right now, like clearly at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He came out, celebrated with Mandy, and that was just started. Oh yeah, he's got the briefcase, but he didn't tease it at the end of the match at SummerSlam, which we'll get into why, but still yeah. I would have had I would have liked to see him after like well, I'll put up my briefcase to keep Mandy's job or something like that, you know, like what's more important to you, Otis? I've always felt like that would be a really cool storyline if it was like People were like, well, who's more important, Mandy or the briefcase or Tucker, like the success part of it. But they're going straight comedy with Otis. Yeah. Which and is- by, the way, by the way, before I forget, fuck ringside news. You can beep that if you have to. They're, they reposted that in your house meme of Mandy. Yeah. That's trash. If you're a news site and you're running that, trash. This whole yeah. situation's a joke. It's it, not a joke, but it's it's terrible. It's a trash situation. It's taken yeah. it's taken a potential superstar in Sonia away from TV, away from the fans, away from T and she was just hitting her stride. Yeah. Ugh. I mean,
1: really me. and even outside is... of her 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 wrestling performance, her, her drama performance, her acting is really, really good. Oh, and really geez. believable. And this this whole incident has not only affected her, it's affected like two or three different families and children and an ex-girlfriend of hers that has nothing, to, I'm sure, is just going through pure hell right now. And and it's an awful situation. And to, to make light of this, you're a yeah, as human being.
0: and not even, And then you're a quote-unquote news site where you run wrestling news and you're posting that as news yeah like that's crazy to me like as far as I'm concerned I don't I don't need to get news from you ever again that's the last time we'll break that website
1: ever and it's unfortunate (laughs) because because wrestling quote unquote news and journalism already gets a pretty bad rap um and and hard to get to garner respect in the news in the in the sports entertainment world um so so yeah i hope that that their company completely goes under and that person i they're just they're a trash person whoever reposted that
0: yeah i hope they got fired for sure mm-hmm. so back to now that i have Got, got these rants. I got a few rants this week I'm a little fired up dude It's been a good week of wrestling But there's also been a lot of crap Going on in the wrestling world In the world in general But we were talking Otis We were talking about why he didn't cash in At the end of SummerSlam And it's because The big dog is back My gosh uh... Back and better than ever That dude is jacked Jack. Jack. He's like, I'm going to spend quarantine lifting everything.
1: And getting his... all new teeth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which, good for him, man. If he didn't like yeah. his teeth, that's awesome. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: I noticed a lot of those memes that reminded me of, like, the. the my favorite is the Friends, uh, the Ross meme from Friends. Yes. <laughs> I saw one that was like, when the fiend comes out his entrance and the lights are off and then it's Ross's teeth are glowing, <laughs> but good for him for if he didn't like them he fixed them and they don't look that
1: bad, but no, it's, well, it is that, for... people have to remember that kind of stuff takes a little bit for your mouth to, to get back to normal. Um, so give it a few months and you won't even be able to tell, oh, uh, but it takes, but good for him for making a, uh, a self yeah. change, you know. Um, yeah, he's a you know,
0: he didn't like something about himself and he
1: fixed it. But immediately, he... immediately, he comes out and he attacks both guys. He says some stuff that you can kind of make out. Uh, and immediately, I'm thinking, oh, this is not this is not baby face Roman Reigns. I'm
0: pretty Rain. sure he said something along the lines to the fiend is like, you're just a little bitch in a mask and I run yeah. this
1: place. And yeah.
0: Something like that. And I was like, damn.
1: Yeah, I'm here for it. And then I, uh hot off the presses again as as this recording is taking place, I believe uh SmackDown just got over and yep, just our, our yes and be, the advocate I believe the best voice microphone in the history of wrestling Paul Heyman just made Roman Reigns a Paul Heyman guy yeah, Roman he was
0: sitting there on the couch with him when he signed the
1: contract for payback got a
0: triple threat going on I love it I think it's awesome I think There's so much they could do here. I mean, because Brock Lesnar only shows up like four times a year at this point. While Brock's not showing up, it can be that whole like uh, when he was the CM Punk guy, then he turned on one of them. You could have Brock come back. Hell, I'd want them just both to be badasses and Brock's the WWE champion and Roman's the universal champion and he's got Heyman like, I run this shit. Like, I'm there for that. Did I lose you, Kyle? Yo, are you back? We got you. Oh, you're back. We lost you there for a second. I was talking. Nothing happened. So let's just keep going. Where we left off is we had Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman. I was saying, uh, it's an awesome, it's an awesome pairing in the sense that. You don't have to have Roman come out and cut a bunch of promos all the time. He can just look like a badass. He can cut that occasional promo. I mean, he's not a terrible promo when they let him talk. But we also, as fans, have hated the fact that they let him talk so much. So this is a perfect way for the WWE to say, okay, here's your wish. Paul Heyman can do it all. And Paul Heyman gets a lot of heat real easy. So if they're going to go the heel route, which I don't think Paul Heyman's ever been a babyface, it's a perfect pairing.
1: And uh, only that, he can he can make a doggy sand look great. Every every word that comes out of is is perfectly thought out and articulated, um, and and pronounced, and and um. So I'm really excited. And and honestly Roman Reigns is have to say a couple of things that, that are piggybacking off of.
0: We're losing you. you're cutting in and out on me. Yeah, can you hear- I heard a yeah. <laughs> There we go. Kinda. It wouldn't be us without some technical difficulties. That's like the staple of this show. The oh. staple of this show is like, Kyle's positive, I'm negative, we have technical issues, and I talk about Heath Slater. It's like it's like the four <laughs> things that keep us, tech- the glue that keeps us together. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah. Wouldn't,
0: wouldn't be, be a sure show. It's it's, it. it's just what we do. But yeah, I like... I like the new shirt, wreck everyone and leave. I think that is a great slogan. I like the Hurt Business's new shirt. They're putting out some good shirts, man, with some catchy yeah, stuff absolutely. because they're doing what fans have asked them to do. They're trying things, and they're trying Roman out in the thing that we've been yelling about for six years. Maybe they're finally deciding to list and it's yeah. whatever they've yeah. done and in absolutely. the past week has worked the- because oh. Raw was up in viewership for the first time in a while. It was over 2 million, you know. SmackDown, I have yeah. to imagine. I didn't watch all of it tonight. I caught the cliff notes at the beginning and caught the end. But from what I read and what I saw, looked like it was a good show. So they're trending in the right direction. They're testing the waters. Roman with Paul Heyman is almost absolutely a slam dunk. I personally think everything Paul Heyman touches works, and I'm talking even when he was with Curtis Axel, when he was with Cesaro. I just think that guy is has it, and he's one of the greatest WWE performers of all time. I mean, obviously, he's never wrestled, but yeah, performance-wise, there's not many people that can touch Heyman.
1: No, I, and he is a, a wrestling genius, um, and, and I don't know if people realize how much producing he has done for the WWE over the past 10, 15 years. It's, uh, especially in the past, what, five or six mm-hmm. years, I would say. Um, he's, he's done a lot. Uh, so so this is really can only be good things i think what we what we will uh when if we will know for sure that there's going to be a major roman roman reign switch is when he comes out and his ring gear is hopefully somewhat different maybe it won't be um but i think that's what will officially tell us that it should uh, be we're seeing a new it,
0: it better be it should
1: yeah yeah, I agree. And if not, I still think we're headed in the right direction with Roman Reigns. I think we're about to see a. I hope I hope he
0: comes Roman out. Reigns. It's new music, uh, new gear. If I'm Roman Reigns, I go into Vince's office and I just rip my shirt off and I go, you really want to hide yeah. this sh- underneath uh, underneath yes. a, a bulletproof vest? Like, come on, man. I've been working on this for six months. And Vince is like, you know yeah, what? You're, you're right, yeah, buddy. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go shirtless or whatever. It just needs to feel different. It needs to look different because if he comes out in the same, didn't, did and then it's, he comes, you know, with the tactical gear on, it's like, okay, it's the same Roman. I so, personally, I hope, yeah. I hope he comes I, up I, with a new finisher. I hope they even. I mean, I hope the Superman punch is something he pulls out, but I don't want him just coming in, Superman punching everybody and leaving either.
1: I, yeah, I, absolutely. He needs something badass. Do
0: something different.
1: He needs something brutal. He needs something uh, devastating. I think the, the Superman punch is just a tad bit too PG, and I think he's headed in another direction. He gave us PG thirteen big time at the end of SummerSlam. Um, so I hope I hope that we get a, a PG thirteen Roman Reigns here.
0: I absolutely agree. I think they need to they definitely need to do that with him. And I want to I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna try myself because I am not the biggest Roman supporter. But I'm going to try not to complain about it. I'm going to let it play out. So I'm hoping the fans do the same thing because this is all the internet wrestling community has wanted for the last six years.
1: Roman, Reigns. I agree. And, you and honestly, but, exactly. And honestly, Roman Reigns is is usually the one spot in a WWE show where i'm i'm pretty negative i i um i've never really i mean outside of of the shield truly being the shield um not even with that last run but the original uh those those first couple years of the shield outside of that i have not liked roman reigns at all i mean he's kind of a five move guy he doesn't um show us too much and and when you ha- when you're a, a quote unquote five move guy your character has to be larger than life and what we didn't see with roman reigns that we have seen with john cena who also has been called a five move guy one his character is is larger than life and he's very very good on a mic but he took those criticisms and he at times has his added um pretty impressive moves to his arsenal i can't remember the match who was that with oh man was maybe it was edge um or cm punk might have been cm punk where he added these luchador moves in he 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 did a hurricane rana um he did a a uh hurt, uh he did a lot of top rope moves that you wouldn't normally see from John Cena, and and tried to improve his move set. And kind of, but we never saw that from Roman Reigns. So I hope I've see never seen now.
0: John Cena. Did it a sh- okay. <laughs>
1: this
0: might be the last no, episode of was... the plug. Kyle might
1: move on to greener
0: <laughs> pastures with these awful dad jokes. Um,
1: no, I, I. Uh, I I love dad jokes and that was needed. We I don't think we've had a you can't see me joke. Still my favorite that, and it's probably Still
0: my favorite. Rep- you're listening to this and you ever send me a John Cena like, "Oh, I took a picture with John Cena today." And somebody goes, "What do you mean? I don't see anybody." I laugh every time.
1: Yep, every every, every single and John Cena memes have now broken out into mainstream meme culture. And I'm here for it. I love I love all of it. And I'm not a John hater no. myself. Um, I was definitely over him that last major run. You know, I, you definitely can be over him. But he's still great on the mic. And and not many people care as much as he does. I, I really do believe um, that when he's in the ring he is one of those guys that is going to give 200% of himself every sing- single oh, time. yeah, I mean, he's a,
0: he's, he's a, that's what I argue with people all the time is I'm not a fan of Cena's, but it's one of those. I love to hate the guy things where it's like, well, I can't imagine the era he was in without him. He carried a not so revered era, if you will, because it was, it was that weird transition after the attitude era. And then I mean, they transitioned it, into it, the exactly. PG era and he was the, I mean he was the guy. You put him in the match and boom, you know you knew what you were going to get, five moves or whatever, but you knew it was going to be a good match and you wanted to see him lose or you wanted to see him win. And does he yeah. have a bunch of five-star rat matches on his resume? Absolutely not. But the but you can but you can pinpoint a John Cena moment that stood out to you. He doesn't have to put on five-star matches. He's like yep. you said, he was yep. big, he was bigger Absolutely. than life. And with this Roman character, he can get there if he wants, if they let him. That He needs to be himself. He doesn't need to be the cookie cutter, like, who robbed? This is my yard. Like, you don't need that. Like, we know it's your yard, bro. Like, it should be your yard. And, honestly, and Cena was the guy that pointed it out and said, the reason I'm still here is because you're not taking the reins here. You know, no pun intended. You're not yep. – you're not becoming yep. that guy, and here's an opportunity whether he goes full on heel or even like kind of tweener, he's got an opportunity to right. make SmackDown the Roman
1: Reigns show. Absolutely. And and I hope that and, and maybe the smoothest transi- transition for him, uh, if he was I mean look at what the Usos did um, I don't want to see the Usos be any other um, incarnation of, of who they are right now and yes. maybe Roman can kind of move himself into that same um, yeah Jim and Jay if you're no more face paint ever <laughs> no more face paint but that but they're so that's that's kind of they are so cool yeah um, the 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 Usos now are just so cool and so much more entertaining, and they're they they i they're 100% themselves. When that
0: song first debuted, when they first debuted, I played it all the time. It was such a banger. Down one,
1: oh, day uh,
0: one-ish, baby. Yeah, dude, I was so hyped with that song.
1: Yeah, they, kind of, they just kind of bopped to it, and, and even New Day, thats that's been some of my favorite uh, moments is when New Day hypes up even if they're in a match against the usos they still hypes them up and dances to their their entrance music when yeah. the usos come out
0: it's so good it's like we respect so I, so I we respect
1: that's... you enough to
0: love your music but we're going to kick the shit out of you here in a
1: minute yes yeah so oh, sorry about that
0: uh-oh uh-oh that's what we I'm losing you again. oh hold on Well, while Kyle figures out his technical difficulties, we also found out tonight on SmackDown that Roman the Fiend. Hello. There we are. You're still here. I can can hear you. Can you hear me? I'm going to take that as a no. Uh,
1: I lost you. Okay, I'm back.
0: I think you got to change your stance on retribution, bro. They keep, uh,
1: <laughs> I know. Well, I don't see that. I wasn't retribution. I got a phone call that came in right there actually. Um, and that was Heath Slater asking if I was okay with my wireless provider. Um, <laughs> he must be, uh, <laughs> oh, is,
0: he, is he working at boost mobile now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shit, man. He's, he just needs a little side hustle to get, you know, to get through to his next gig.
0: Hashtag Heath for impact. <laughs> Hashtag Heath for wireless providers. There's like a bidding war between Verizon and AT and T to get Heath. To yes. this right now, he's calling us because he knows we're the we are the front. Front runner or foreground leader or whatever you want to say in Heath Slater talk on podcasts? We have to be, right? I don't, we have to. I don't think there's one podcast out there that mentions Heath Slater as much as we do. I think Heath Slater could have his own podcast and still can mention yes. Heath Slater as much as we do. As much uh, of the chagrin I, as you.
1: Yes. What a great podcast that would be, too.
0: Just him talking about himself and the one-man bear. Yeah.
1: Just giving, just giving me Heath Slater stories. I'm fine with that. That's actually
0: not a bad idea. On the back end of what you just said, when it was like Heath Slater's calling, he should do that. That should be the angle where he's like going in and like filling out job applications at random places. Yes. Like, uh, okay. and hey, hey, I'm a moment. wrestler, but Impact won't hire me. So hey, listen, what do you guys pay? That'd be really kind of that'd be more fun than Wrestle House. Yeah, absolutely. Impact.
1: Here's what you call it. Here's what you call it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Slater Gator with Heath Slater.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, man, I'd watch that show all the time. Or I'd listen to the podcast. I'd do both. I'd I'd watch the podcast and watch the show simultaneously. Maybe Heath Slater is the leader of Retribution. That's why Impact hasn't signed him yet. I don't know.
1: That could be. Have you have you given any weight to, um, you know, the predictions of the the still shots that we're taking taken this week of retribution and and trying to decipher the body types and who they could be, or do you think we're still looking at uh, NXT trainees until until they really decide what's going to happen
0: here? Well, I'll say this: I look at them, I've seen them, I know that each week it seems like it's different. This past week, right. I know a lot of Dom, Dominic Dijakovic was mentioned and they had yeah. the side-by-side. I know he hasn't done anything on in NXT. I mean, there's a lot of people they're not doing anything with right now. So could they be throwing us curveballs week in and week out? Because I can tell you right now, I don't know if Dominic Dijakovic is involved in the you know locking people in bathrooms scene right throwing right. throwing fireballs at like a random you know box of whatever i don't think that that's him but the stuff in ring you do need some in ring performers that can pull some of that stuff off because it is dangerous that they're you know busting open Rey mysterio and there's a right. safe way to do it in a not safe way so you can't just have any old scrubs in there so i'm not sure i i'm reserving my my thoughts, my judgment. I mean, I, fe- I thought I'm Roman that could have been that was a great one after Summerslam. I was like, that makes sense. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. And then I, you know, of course, yeah. I thought about CM Punk would be kind of cool, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I do today. I will say, no, I don't. So. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and I'll give him full credit for it. I was listening to the Warren Hayes show. <clears throat> I don't want to steal his thunder or steal his idea, but he said. If you're gonna reveal these people, it has to be somebody shocking or somebody big. It can't just be like yes. low end NXT talent that nobody knows. <coughs> right. that a, it just takes,
1: or it can't be. It can't be a group of people that, um, like the literal meaning of the word, where it's just these, these fallen by the wayside mid carters that uh, have lost a bunch in the past couple of years and didn't get enough tight. Like it can't, I don't think it can be that either. It doesn't really have to be somebody you could flank this, the main person, the main shock. Uh, You could flank them. I also heard Miz, you know, a lot of people are saying it could be Miz. Um, It'd be interesting to see Miz flank this main person. Um, You know, I, I, A.J. Lee, of course, would be amazing, but uh, I don't see that cards either. But you're right. It has to be somebody. At
0: least the leader. The leader's got to be somebody that we yes. believe is a big deal. And it has it's to
1: a major shock. And I haven't heard about anybody, um, you know, whose contract is up or uh, anything like that. I mean, I mean we, we now have Wade Barrett on commentary. That would be interesting.
0: That's how um, big the wrestling week has been. That Wade Barrett coming back to a WWE program is like an afterthought.
1: Barely <laughs> we're knew. we're yeah, an
0: hour, yeah. we're an hour plus into this, and we're just like, oh yeah, Wade Barrett's back, by the way.
1: Right, right. Um, but Whoa. but to get back on track, um, SummerSlam. I and it, and I I wanted to make sure I I said this and give it give it some some room here is is uh SummerSlam was a great pay-per-view I thought pretty much all the way around um no disappointing matches no disappointing angles um no disappointing endings at all I don't think either I was I was really happy with this SummerSlam all around
0: I know a lot I I I agree too with that I thought even the backslide win for McIntyre and Orton was yes. At first, I was like, uh, "Backslide," but then seeing what they did the next night with it, I was like, "That makes sense. We'll see it again." Now now they're, they're getting weak. they're getting Keith Lee involved, which I think fuels it a little bit because if you know Randy Orton beats Keith Lee and then goes to punt him, and Drew comes out and saves him and says, yeah, "All right, let's do this one more time." Yeah, deal maybe add a stipulation to it because even that match i didn't see an rko we didn't see a claymore and i was like man this match is still like a, i'm on the edge of my seat like who's gonna get it because I, I i really thought that they were gonna pull the trigger on randy at one point i'm thinking oh that's gonna happen drew's done here yeah and but yeah, i man. know to drew i really loved that he embraced like the thunderdome thing like he's the was like yeah let's hear it you know and he was trying to get the crowd involved unlike like everybody else just kind of talks and doesn't get into the crowd vibe which i thought was cool because if you're a if you have a real crowd there you're gonna be like hey let's you know let's hear it you know fire up and he was
1: trying to fire up
0: the people in the thunderdome so i thought that was really cool
1: absolutely i agree um and i think the the audio and the the crowd uh noise will improve I know across all sporting live events right now they're really they're real tough um, to try to improve on that Um, but yeah I I like that he embraced it and I I mean this is what we've got for the for at least the rest of the year Um, I imagine after the the two months here they'll just go ahead through uh, through the end of the year with with the Amway Center I hope Um, but Man, wow. what a cool look! And this, I, I think that this will also change the way we look at at least at least pay. Go back to the normal look of Raw and SmackDown once normal, if they ever do. Um, but this will definitely change the pay per view from here on out.
0: Oh yeah, they've definitely changed the game. Speaking of pay per views, let's segue real quick into. Uh, this upcoming one, for some reason, I'm not sure why they thought it was a good idea to do SummerSlam and then literally the next Sunday have payback, get pay-per-view. Are you looking forward to it? Or are you kind of burnt out? Because I know I even felt at the end of that long, big stretch of great wrestling because it seemed like we had wrestling Every night, the way they stagnated it out this week that I was almost like, man, this is too much. And now I got to gear up for a pay-per-view on Sunday night and do it all over again. Because you'll have wrestling on Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
1: <laughs> um, get burnt out, maybe. I, You know, I think I could, I could definitely see myself getting a little burnt out. But it'll be interesting having a pay-per-view like this right after a major pay-per-view i think that that's kind of a cool way to do it and i think it's a it's a way to still uh be able to capitalize on big matches um where they wouldn't normally do that with post uh summer slam where um on a monday night raw or or even the pay-per-view a normally spaced out pay-per-view after summerslam we wouldn't see massive matches but this is a good way to get some big matches to push us to continue to push a storyline and it seems like that's what's going to happen here is we're going to keep um this payback is to push all of these storylines further not end them it seems
0: Which, you know, we already touched on a couple of them. You know, Orton and Keith Lee. We touched on um, Roman Reigns, Strowman and The Fiend. They're running uh, Apollo Crews with Bobby Lashley this time around. Instead of MVP, he just beat MVP. Are we going to see Apollo Crews just kind of run through the Hurt Business? Which I'm not really looking forward to. Because I think the Hurt Business needs to look awesome.
1: Yeah, the Hurt Business needs to completely destroy apollo cruz um completely (laughs) they need to i know you're not a huge fan no but even but like you said for for their stock they can't lose a match and then go to raw underground and beat everybody up i mean it's they i love them on raw underground i think they look great but it's it seems less legitimate if they then go to the ring and lose uh, so I hope they just decimate Apollo Cruz. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the piggyback
0: off of that. I, I I think that's a good thing. I think they need a title, and I don't want to see Raw Underground get like into these title match type scenarios, right? But it would be cool once in a while where Bobby Lashley's like, "Who wants a piece? If you can beat me, you can have yeah. this."
1: Do you think? Uh, you
0: know what I mean? But he never loses it. Hopefully in the Underground, yeah. but just having that extra leg like, do we see all right. do
1: we see a raw underground championship belt
0: knowing since it's well should we no it's the WWE so probably because there's like 15 titles right now yeah yeah That's- so I could see them doing that um, I, I Every week with Underground, I either love it or I hate it. Yeah. This past week wasn't too bad.
1: No, not at all. But I just,
0: I don't like that they, I didn't, I don't like that they changed the lighting to make it look more, I, I liked it when it was dim, yeah, I, where it was supposed hard. to be a little grainy.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, you know, it's supposed to look like a fight club, and it looks just like a WWE produced fight club, which means it's, anyway, that, it's, that's for another day. Yeah. Um. We talk about my girls, Sasha Banks and Bayley. Cool. They're defending the tag team titles I assume they drop them against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax who are also fe- they're feuding with each other yeah. but are deciding to put away their differences to beat up Sasha and Bailey because Shayna's already said she had next and it- on the raw women's title right. so she's going to go after Asuka so it's all this it's it's a hot mess I think Having Sasha drop the title was a little, little I know why they did it, it makes sense, but it was a little premature. I would have liked her, especially after you beat the crap out of Asuka. Yeah. She wrestled already. It makes Banks look weaker, but if they drop the titles. Yeah. Then what do you do you just go right into the sasha and Bailey feud heading into maybe survivor series or royal rumble
1: well because that's that's again one of those matches and maybe they just are throwing this concept out the window of like putting off certain feuds or certain uh certain matches until they can be in front of a crowd but but man if if you're gonna argue for a match to that needs to be in front of a of an arena, if not a WrestleMania stadium, it's it's Sasha and Bailey.
0: Absolutely, I mean Sasha and Bailey—that's a main event. Yeah, that would mean event. Yeah, any yeah. pay per view you put them on, given all the history, it's just a matter of. I think I think Nia and Shayna get in their own way, and they end up losing. But I think it advances the bailey and sasha feud because it's already starting to crack a little bit and you need to keep the belts on them so they can go between brands that because once they lose the belts they can't go to raw they can't go to you know they have to stay on smackdown i think both of them are smackdown
1: and and so
0: you have to stay there which is fine but then you lose that star power on monday nights correct We've talked about Monday Night Raw needs more star power in the women's yeah. division. I do sure.
1: think uh, that makes more sense than than draw. I take that back, but um, and I guess the reason why I was I jumped to say that is because my gosh, put a fricking title back on Shayna Baszler,
0: uh, right? She, oh, I, I agree. She's a badass, and she. She needs that stress. She needs to win one of those big matches. Yeah.
1: yeah. She it's time for her to um, you know, it was it was in some ways even more, more so I felt like she was even more so unbeatable than Asuka was, even though Asuka never lost in NXT and Shayna did. There's a there's a Brock Lesnar feel to Shayna Baszler um, and we need we need desperately to get that Shayna back
0: absolutely so those are
1: the matches that
0: i know on um payback are happening for sure according to cbs and we'll try to run through these real fast because we're running a little long on time today it looks like ray mysterio and dominic are taking on seth and murphy i personally i love it but i personally would have ended it at Summerslam. i thought that was a great ending yeah seth rollins got one over on dominic but it was your first match, Dominic, in the WWE yeah. against one of the, yeah. what could go down as a future hall of famer. I think that's okay to take that loss, yeah. but I could see why they want to keep that going, especially given what happened Monday night.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. what do you think? Uh, that? I'm with you there. I would have been fine with it ending, uh, at SummerSlam. It was, it was a, a pretty good match, um, Dominic looked great and Seth made him look, you know, like a million bucks. Um, I like Ray coming in. I thought that that's some of the best acting work Ray has ever done. Um, but and it didn't end where Dominic was so destroyed and, and Ray Mysteria was so destroyed where like, oh, they deserve a redemption. They they left at this really great, great moment of of Ray just telling his son how proud of him he is. Um, And I think it would have been okay to leave it there. But uh, I I think this is also about more than just telling a good story to us. I think this is also about a dad being able to do his profession with his son and wanting to get as much out of that as possible. What I hope happens here is is they have a great showing, a great match. Maybe they get the win here. Um, And at some point, maybe we see Dominic turn on his dad and become a disciple of, of Seth Rollins. And then eventually down the line, we get a uh, Dominic Ray Mysterio match. And maybe, maybe that's how Ray Mysterio uh, goes out. Maybe that's how he retires is, is his son retired.
0: that would be a perfect WrestleMania match. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect. Perfect that would be a match. That'd be, that'd be a perfect way to end it. If I was a, you know, that was in Ray's position. That's how I'd want to end it.
1: Have we, being, um, I mean I, I can't think of a time where a son has retired his father in the in in this arena in this uh, in, in pro wrestling
0: maybe that's why Ray was getting them stem cells to keep his career going so he could <laughs> do that because I don't think we've we've definitely I don't again I'm not a super huge wrestling historian so I'm sure maybe in some territory Era yeah. that, yeah, some territorial area it happened, but not in this that I can remember where I could go, Yep, that was cool.
1: And I saw Listen, that it should happen, um,
0: right? Uh, the CBS Sports.com also says that for sure King Corbin Matt Riddle is supposed yeah. to happen at Payback. I know Corbin had the bounty on Riddle. I think you got to give, I know Corbin has a problem with Riddle being, you know, shot up to the top of the card, so to speak. So I'd have to imagine Riddle gets the win here. You, you know, you're in this era of trying to establish some new stars. Although it is King Corbin and sometimes he wins these things and it just pisses people yeah, off. <laughs> absolutely. Um, there's not much I could say about that feud because it's just kind of, Eh, short he's trying to get shorty G to do his dirty work and anything with shorty g i just wish they would call him chad gable just let him be chad gable, yeah, my gable God. shorty
1: g is just one
0: of the worst yeah. things. and hell let king and let king corbin just be baron freaking corbin yeah. the king thing is played out and i don't even think they're doing a king of the ring
1: this year so why keep go, that gimmick going go for a year Anytime somebody win, wins King of the Ring, that should go for a year and then it gets dropped. There's no reason to continue that on. He does nothing king like. I thought they were going to do like a, a Baron Corbin King's Court. I, I, as a stable, I thought that would have been really cool, but uh, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. And that's
0: why you're hanging out with me. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't take our ideas and run with. Them. They don't listen to us much sometimes, So that like that's what I have on the payback card. I mean, I have a feeling this type of pay per view, they're going to announce some things between now and Sunday and be like, "This is going to happen." Because they did that, yeah, a few pay per views yeah, back where they made there. some Just random announcements here and there, yeah, because they don't really have anything. I think this is going to be centered around the tag titles and the universal championship. I really think you'll see, um, probably Roman, big Roman reigns moment yeah. and they'll get back on track and they're doing it in a way to kind of like cut, um, cut out like a all out. They're trying to preempt all out a little bit because AEW had some issues with, uh, not issues with TNT in the basketball games. They've had to move yep. some things. So they're trying to capitalize there. And which You know, next week we'll talk a lot about AEW Absolutely. because out is next weekend because wrestling never stops. Yeah. Um, never stops. I mean, I'm sure there was some stuff that we wanted to talk about tonight that we haven't even got to because there's just sure. so much and, of it. And so not we're... to
1: sleep on, you know, I'm, I'm a WWE guy for foremost but uh i still i still love aew and they're doing they're still doing really really great things there um every single week they're not really slowing up i mean they definitely are taking some they definitely are, are missing on some things don't get me wrong
0: we didn't um, even talk about brody lee destroying Cody oh my Rhodes, gosh i'll dive into that a little I'm sure we'll dive into that a little bit next week when they, when they finalize the card for all yeah. out. But I mean, he kicked the crap out of him and then the dark order just beat up everyone associated with
1: Arn Anderson's taking bumps. Yeah. Dude. Who would have thought 2020 Arn Anderson had... is taking bumps.
0: He's out there just taking bumps like a champ, dude. He was like, let's go. And they just kicked the crap yeah. out of him. And I was like, you go yeah. Arn. I wish I hope when I'm your age, I'm that feisty. <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) It's been what a week of
1: wrestling. What a hell of a show. I'm
0: going to plug a few things real quick, Kyle, and then I'll let you have some last thoughts before we get out of here. On on Facebook, we've got the ending of the Divas Championship Tournament. The Final Four is up now. The Pro Wrestling Insider Top 500 draft, which means I'm going to start putting together those tournament brackets, John Moxley is the number one overall seed, by yeah, the way. Saw that. Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, and Drew McIntyre are the four number one seeds of the big 68 tournament bracket that I do every year. So be on the lookout for that. I'm dropping NFL predictions
1: based around
0: WWE or wrestling superstars.
1: One of my classic, <laughs> classic wrestling plug bits that happen.
0: yeah so we got a whole bunch of stuff i got a whole bunch of stuff going on on that side of things that i'm putting together um i'm hoping i can steal kyle away because i know he's a super popular dude for like a bracketology type special once i have the brackets
1: 100 100
0: (laughs) you know that way if you're into that sort of thing you can just listen to that and not have to you know, sit through all that too plus
1: this. Maybe we with the with the brackets this year because it just keeps gaining popularity. I would like to try something a little fun with our final uh our final eight. Maybe even our sweet sixteen, but definitely our final eight through the final um this year that that maybe we can talk about next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's uh it's gonna be different this year than previous years because mr zuckerberg took away the poll option so that's why i've been testing out these tiny little mini brackets Mm -hmm. to see how it plays out and see how it works basically you guys are just gonna have to trust that i know how to count
1: (laughs) (laughs) which i've seen you do it you're 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 very good with numbers this week i didn't have to take my shoes off to get to
0: episode six (laughs) Like last, i got to take my shoes off to get to five. Yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts, Kyle, before we call it a day? Hey, I'm just
1: excited for so- another great week of wrestling. I think, uh, I think it's important to step back and realize how lucky we are right now. Um, there were times where we didn't have this much wrestling, let alone the, the incredible quality of wrestling. Um, so I'm most excited for that. And uh, I also want to... I know we, we our mantra, our mission statement with, with doing this show is to escape. And we want to provide an escape for what's going on in the world and just the crazy, crazy stuff that is the year 2020. Um, but hats off to, to the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for, for first and foremost and seeing the domino effect that took amongst all sport leagues um, with what's happening in Wisconsin – um, I think it's incredible. I think LeBron James, I've never been a LeBron guy, but, but uh, man, the respect that I have for him, um, but uh, just the incredible things that they are doing in response um, and in support of Black Lives Matter. I, I think it's really great. And I hope um, we continue to see change. I think that's important. And I hope uh, we see it in wrestling as well.
0: Yeah, you're starting to see it in wrestling with
1: like the new
0: day and then they're wearing armbands and yep. things. And that's, a, that's a, I couldn't say it any better, man. I, like I said, we do this as a way to get away from, you know, the problems that we have in our own lives, let alone the world. You know, watching wrestling, getting away for a few hours a week and just falling into the stories, whether they're good or bad. I mean, that's what we're here for. Yes. So, absolutely. I thought that was insanely good great i'm insanely great that's a t- i don't know but it was just awesome to see i couldn't imagine like being in that position to just go we're not playing yeah. and yeah. then everybody else said you know what yep. you're right we're, we're not, not doing, doing it either is, and that takes that takes a big set of uh stones and it sent a great message and anybody that didn't think that that was a good message is that's part of Absolutely. the prop.
1: Absolutely, 100%. And I hope we, we continue to see justice for um, uh, these, these moments.
0: Life, yeah. is, life is bigger than sports. Yeah. Life is bigger than wrestling. The fact that you guys take a couple hours out of your week to listen to us talk about wrestling means the world to us. Yeah. Um,
1: but, but at the end of the day, I, I so. hope we see more change. And I hope we see justice for people like Brianna Taylor. And those alike, and uh, and and these pauses. I mean, what what a what an incredible moment to see all of the sports in America um, come to a halt. And, and you can people will say what they will when they speak poorly about sports and wrestling included. That it doesn't matter. Sports are pointless. Uh, uh, sports provide nothing. I think we're we're seeing the effect that sports or or lack of sports uh, can have on, on our society and on our culture. And I'm really excited to see the change that hopefully, uh, comes next.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> so as always guys, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Next week we'll be talking payback, uh, reactions the week that was, we'll get into all outs until next week, guys. We'll see you later. Peace.